welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Oh, just speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Lord, speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us, O Lord. Speak to us, O Lord. Let your word come to us in power. Let your word come to us in strength. Let your word come to us in clarity. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're about to do in our hearts. By your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Church culture, the culture of showing brotherly love. Brotherly love. It's a long time I had a teaching on brotherly love in the church. And this is actually, if you are selecting three important things that should be running in the church, this is actually number one amongst even the top three. Brotherly love is the true mark of a Christian. When you see a Christian, what speaks volumes of him is brotherly love. The church of Christ must be characterized, must be seen walking in brotherly love. You and I must be seen walking in brotherly love. For the sisters, don't worry. Brotherly love is just figurative. So just take it that. If you hear brotherly love, understand it is sisterly love. Are you here? So brotherly love must be the, the, the mark on the church. That when they say a church is powerful, it is because the spirit and the culture of brotherly love is so evident even amongst the least in the church. Brotherly love is the atmosphere that breeds friendship and connections in the church. Brotherly love is the atmosphere that breaks divisions. It is more than a prayer. It does not allow the foundations of hatred, bitterness, divisions to be established in the church. The more you are walking in division, the more you are walking in anger, the more you are walking in resentfulness, the more we see that you are not a Christian. A Christian is the one that works in brotherly love. Brotherly love is the love that seeks the best interest of the other church member. Brotherly love is the love that seeks the best interest 
of the other person. Brotherly love is the love that seeks the best interest of his or her neighbor. We have become a people that are self-seeking, that are self-gratifying, that are seeking our own interest. But the church of Christ is not that way. You must seek the best interest of your neighbor, of your church member. Everybody in this church must seek the best interest of the other person. You must seek my best interest and I must seek your best interest. What you actually seek for yourself, you must seek more for me. And what I seek for myself, I must seek more for you. What type of system are we going to get? A very beautiful system. Some of us are here, you're actually not talking to somebody in the church. You are avoiding somebody because of his or her character. That is not brotherly love. We are all not made the same. We all don't look the same. We all don't talk the same. We all did not come from the same background. But we are all in the same family. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Tell somebody we are building the church of Christ. And not the church of your family. Say we are building the church of Christ. And not the church of um, Hokogan. Today my boxer won. I watched the fight from round 1 to round 11. There was divine intervention for him in round 4 and round 10. But in the 11th round, I mean, anytime the devil tries to test you again, you will beat him again. We are not building a church to bring glory to ourselves. But we are building a church to bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, the, the way Christ wants his church to be is what we dance by. Is the tune we dance to. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. When you begin to think you are better than your other church member, your other brother, your other sister, you are becoming luciferic. Do you understand that word? You are beginning to look like Lucifer. Because when he was in heaven, he wanted to become, he wanted to ascend the throne of God. That means he wanted to become more powerful than anybody. When you begin to think yourself that you are more privileged, you are more beautiful, you are more important in the church, you are taking after luciferic tendencies. L-U-C-I-F-E-R-I-C. GNT. Don't do anything from selfish ambitions or from a cheap desire to boast. 
but be humble toward one another. Say, be humble toward one another. Say, be humble toward one another. Always considering others better than you. Motivational speakers will tell you, see yourself more important than others. But the way of Christ says that you should esteem others better than you. Especially the brethren in the household. As an usher, don't think you are more important than the other usher. Esteem that person better than you. And the person also esteems you better than you. The system of Christ is very fair. If we will all begin to live the brotherly love way, the church will grow and grow and become a blessing to many in the community. Love is what we offer to a flawed, a sinful brother. A brother who has made the biggest mistake. A brother who is full of mistakes. A brother who is full of carelessness. A brother who does not deserve to be loved. The church of Christ is under command and instruction to love that brother and not to cut him off. Anybody who claims to now be spiritual and is cutting off brothers in the church and sisters in the church doesn't know what is spirituality. Jesus will go to the house of sinners and eat with them. Spirituality is that state of a man that begins to think exactly like Christ. If Christ did not cut off sinners who were not in the commonwealth of Israel, why are you a tongue-talking believer, a Christian, cutting off your brothers and sisters in the church? Divisions. You can be more determined in life. Another brother may not be determined in life, but you are not under command to cut him off. Brotherly love is what identifies the Christian church from other bodies. Your ability to pray more than somebody doesn't give you the authority to cut off from people who don't pray in the church. We are the people who pray. I don't walk with people who don't pray. I don't make friends with people who don't pray. Eh? When did you start praying? When did you start fasting? I mean, I work with apostles who fast. If you don't fast, I don't, I don't see that you are in my company. It is not spirituality. It is pride and it is self-exaltation. This is the kind of love Christ wants to see in the church. When the mighty are playing with the weak. Are you here in church? 1 John chapter 4 verse 19. Quickly. We love him because he first loved us. 
We loved him because he first loved us. Even before we will begin to love him, he has loved us long ago without our consent. The love of Christ was commended to us without our consent. Something was happening behind the scene. And whilst we were yet sinners, the love of Christ compelled him to die for us. Wedly love will say, I will love you when you love me. I will hate you when you hate me. But the Christ kind of love is the love that is irrespective of what you stand for. I still love you. We love him not because we became perfect. Not because we became spiritual. We love him based on the fact that even before we will have the capacity to love him, he has loved us. So then we can also love our brothers and sisters with the same kind of love that Christ gave to us. A Christian can also love because he has received love from Christ. Am I preaching something that is helping someone? I want to help you in your work with God. Because the way the world is, everything is becoming selfish. Everybody is becoming selfish. Even the way people drive on the road. Yeah. Selfishness is seen everywhere. But we cannot be in church and be ruled by the rudiments of the world. There must be a difference. Even in the 21st century. We show brotherly love to other church members and others because we have been loved by the Father. A church grows when brotherly love flourishes in the church. Brotherly love. Countless times, the church has exhibited brotherly love. One of the great marks of this house, I think, is brotherly love. Because I do a survey Anytime people come to the church for the first time, when I call them, I ask them, what was your first impression? You can ask them. And 98.5% will tell you, we love the warmth in the church. Your ushers were so friendly. Your people, they, I, I mean, I invited a colleague she came for grace and oil, even a program. And when she went home, she sent me a message. She said, how have you been able to lead the church in this way? The church is too friendly. When even I wanted to go to the washroom, they escorted me and they pointed to me that, please, this is the washroom. If I was staying around Sakumono, this would have been my church. One time a brother in the church was sick and was home. Another church member, not his, his blood-related brother or sister, another church member was the one that drove him to the hospital and paid all the bills. I'm not talking about 500 Ghana. Paid all the bills. I'm not talking about 2,000 Ghana CD. Paid all. 
when brotherly love is strong in the church, we will lack nothing and the church will grow. And when you show brotherly love to another person, he receives the capacity to dispense it to another brother. Because what you have not received, you cannot give out. Yeah. Most husbands who are very dry and flat with their wives, they never experienced love when they were growing. So they don't have it. What you don't receive, you cannot give out. But for the love of God, we know that the love of God has been shared abroad our heart. Every single one of us has received the ministration of the love of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Now, Paul wrote on a lot of subjects in the Bible. I have 20 minutes more. And one of the subjects he paid keen attention to was brotherly love. Brotherly love. Because you see, when you think about what Jesus did on the cross, eh, the best gift we can give back to God is brotherly love. And loving your neighbor as yourself. It was too big. What Jesus did was too big. Too much. It's too much to even fathom. He was faultless and yet he stood in and instead of us being killed, he said, kill me for their sake. Beat me for their sake. Condemn me for their sake and eternally, if they make mistake, put it on me because I have paid the ultimate price for them. What else can we do for our brothers? So Paul went very hard on the Galatian church and the Corinthian church. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 1, he used very strong words on the church. Who has bewitched you? Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? That ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Paul was very, very hard on them. Didn't mind their faces. He's just a foolish Galatians. Because he's shocked how they began together. How they loved together. How they, they were serving together. Now divisions. When you read further, because of time. Divisions, strifes entered the church. Because people began to experience prosperity and their class began to change and they stopped walking to church. They began to drive and they moved from singlehood to a, a couple and they began to have children and therefore because their physical class is changing there was contention. There was division. There was people seeing people as inferior. You are not in our class. Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3. For ye are yet carnal. Paul still talking to the Corinthian church. You are yet carnal for whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions. Are ye not carnal? No matter the tongues you speak. If you are walking in envy, divisions, strife, 
You are carnal. Period. No matter the fatness of your tie. And you walk as men, as ordinary men, GNT version, quickly. Because you still live as the people of this world live. When there is jealousy among you and you quarrel with one another, doesn't this prove that you belong to this world? He was not talking to unbelievers and he said, you are living by the world standards. He was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to a church. And the Corinthian church was known as the church that operated in spiritual gifts and spiritual manifestation. They were very powerful. So in one of Paul's epistles to that church, he wrote enough on spiritual gifts. But yet, Paul said that you are carnal. You are living by the standards of the world. Because quarreling, quarreling, tensions, divisions. There's no brotherly love in the church. The atmosphere in the church must not only be powerful spiritually, but must be an atmosphere of brotherly love. Brotherly love. Brotherly love. Brotherly love comes from the Greek word philia, which means the love of a friend. Your brother is a friend. Your church member is a friend. That is why I don't know whether it happens to you. You enter into a shopping mall or you enter into somewhere when you see a church member, something triggers in you for you to say hi to the person. Yes or no? Or you are in a place of power and a church member comes for an interview or something. You will not disclose yourself even if the person does not know you, at the back door, you'll be pushing for that church member. Brotherly love. The church is fast losing brotherly love and the occult brothers are rather showing us the brotherhood state or traits. There must be a strong bond of brotherly love in the house of God. Brotherly love was the most notable character. You see, the church, the movement of Christ, they used to call it the Christ movement, the Jesus movement. There were so many sects, but what characterized the movement of Christ amongst the other religious bodies was brotherly love. Today, what do we see? Competition. My car is bigger than you. I'm this, I'm that. I'm married to the most beautiful woman. Carnality enters the church. We have, we have, we, we don't have any dreams about the kingdom. Carnality. So anything I would do to get that material desire, to get that house, to get that car, to get, it is good to get all those things, but it becomes your vision. I want to drive very good cars, but I have never sat on one day thinking about which car I should drive. It is one of the useless things you should ever do in your life. Yeah. 
It's one of the use for you to sit down and dreaming about a Benz or a Jaguar. What is wrong with you? Land Cruiser, like your dream. Your dream is to drive Land Cruiser. What is wrong with you? Unbelieving politicians are packing girlfriends in the Land Cruiser. The Land Cruiser you are fasting and praying for. Fast for something that the unbeliever cannot get. Pray for something that money cannot buy. And when you have that thing, all things are yours. That is the difference between the kingdom man and the worldly man. That is why you cannot sow certain, certain seeds. If God speaks to me today, release your car to the church. Let them sell and use it for the building. Me, it's gone. It is, in fact, it has already gone in my head. Brotherly love demands that we live a selfless and a life of humility. Brotherly love is not self-centered. It is sacrificial. It is not just word-based. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you. The, are you sure you meant those words when you were singing this song to your brother? You really see in me the glory of the Lord? And you are treating me like this? I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. You go and sit in your car. And it should be. And it should be. Yeah. Or bar no cry, or call And then nine cry, and you straight to say media. I can see in oh sister, bless. I can see bless. You have a wonderful week. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love. Are we sure? Can we be real? Can we be real? First John chapter 3 verse 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God. Because he laid down his life. Brotherly love is not self-seeking. It is sacrificial. He laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Another version. This is how we know what love is. Not by what they've written in newspaper. Not by soap opera. Indian soap opera. Not by telenovelas. This is how we know what love is. Christ gave his life for us. We to them ought to give our lives for others. That is love. When you give your life for others, it is equal to love. NLT version. Feel the power of God now. We know what real love. Say real love. Real love. Real love. 
A love that does not cost you is not real love. There are fake loves. It must cost you. You love the church, it must cost you. You love the ministry of ICGC, it must cost you. You love the ministry of Pastor Prince, it will cost you. If you're a Christian, love will cost you. Real love for your brother, your sister, your other church members. Because we are church members. <laughs> a member of the church. My hand is a member of my body. My leg is a member of my body. I love my leg. I love my hand. Because if it's not there, I will not be complete. He said, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. What kind of love are you showing to your other church member? We are called to lay down our lives for one another. Brotherly love is all about others. Say, it's all about others. Say, it's all about others. When you go to the washroom and you are leaving, what did you leave there? Did you think about the next person coming there? When you go and something is spoiled, when you come out, do you tell the usher? When you sit on the chair, if you think about the next person coming, you won't put the chewing gum on it. Brotherly love is very powerful. That culture, and I told you, culture is not something you do biologically, deliberately. It's something that is in you. Unconscious. Unconscious. A mother will not see a child crawling to fire and not rush to pick it. It is not something she will calculate. It will come up. And that is what we are talking about. Church culture. Look out for me. I will also look out for you. Are you here with me? The closest people to Jesus and is in, in his ministry. I have about eight minutes. <laughs> We're not biologically related to him. The greatest helpers in my life are not biologically related to me. Brotherly love may be the reason your doors are closed. The brother that the other brother went to help, there was nobody at home. But he could remember a church member and he called the church member and the church member picked him up. Weak. He could not stand for one minute. He would go down. Brotherly love. Jesus called his disciples brothers. Think John 20, verse 17. 1 John chapter 20. No, John chapter 20, verse 17. Yes, that's it. 
Give me a softer version. I'm ending. Do not hold on to me. Jesus told her. Because I have not yet gone back up to the father after his resurrection. But go to my go to my go to my brothers and tell them that I am returning to him who is my father, their father, my God, their God. I am returning to him who is my father, their father, my God, their God. I am returning to him who is my father, their father, my God, their God. Jesus is our elder brother. You don't know his relatives in Judea, in Nazareth, but he calls you his brother. He loves you no matter where you are coming from. He loves you no matter what you have done. He loves you no matter your life experiences and your weaknesses. Jesus calls you his brother. And he said, my God, our God, my father, your father, brotherly love must be seen in our lives. Amen. Brotherly love grows the church. It grows the church because when brotherly love is strong, brothers will fight and disagree and all that, but peace will be restored. Because something binds us together. Like your own biological family. Your uncle does not like your mother. But when it is your engagement, he will come. And that gives strength to you for your husband-to-be to see that there are men in your family. He may have a problem with your mom, but because of blood, he will come to church. He will come for the engagement. This man's mind is full of church. (laughs) Hallelujah. You are my brother. And you are my friend. Turn to somebody and tell the person, you are my brother and you are my friend. I am not your enemy. You are my brother and you are my friend. Jesus made the Ten Commandments very easy for us. Five minutes more. Very easy for us. He summarized it in two places in the Bible. I was attempting to finish, but it looks like I won't finish at all. This subject is under three parts, but maybe it will become four, but we'll see how it goes. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 38. A softer version will do. Jesus answered, love the Lord. So the whole Ten Commandments, he made it in two sentences. Okay. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. 38. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. So summarization number one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Matthew chapter 22 verse 39. The second most important commandment. So what I'm teaching now, 
amongst all the laws in the Bible, from Old Testament to New Testament, what I'm teaching now is number two. If you fail it, it is just like if you are going to marry, the most important thing to a woman is affection. Belongingness. I want to feel your love. It's number one. The most important thing to a man is sex. Number one. So those of you who want to marry me, I don't like that. I don't like then don't marry. It's number one. There. Okay? <laughs> Before maybe a nice hair, <laughs> a nice food, those, those things are, it follows. <laughs> so to Jesus, these are the words of Jesus. The second most important law you must obey is that love your neighbor as you love yourself. Brotherly love. All the gossip you have in your belly. You are a producer of all the gossips in the church. You are the one spoiling the church. You have joined the devil to spoil the church when you are the one that has the filler. When they come to the choir, they know who has the fillers. So if you want filler, they will say, Oh, I have consultation with You are spoiling the church. Tell somebody if you do that, you are spoiling the church. Yeah, you are spoiling. Oh, fit the church. Eh? Yeah. Because you will be the reason why somebody will leave the church. Because your mouth was bigger than your head. Because if your head was bigger than your mouth, it will control your mouth. Brotherly love makes your head bigger than your mouth. I thought you were clapping. Our calling as Christians is to love. Rise up on your feet, someone. I want you to lift your two hands and talk to God. I think I've done enough. Lift your two hands and talk to God. Malagadabahashadaba. Pray that Lord fill my heart with love for my brother, for my sister, for my neighbor, for my church, for my pastor, for my leaders, for the people I serve, for the people I serve under. Let me love the greatest and the least. Let me love those who are not in my social class. Let me honor everyone. Not based on how they look like, 
Not based on how they can speak good English. Not based on the cars they drive and the perfumes they put on. But Lord, I see the glory of the Lord in everybody in this house. In everybody in my life. I will relate and love them the way you love me. What I wish for myself, I will wish for my brother. What I wish for myself, I will wish for my sister. My Lord I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you, I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Yes, I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love of And turn to somebody and say, I am your friend. I'm your brother. I'm your sister. I love you with the love of the Lord. I owe you love. And you owe me love. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please take your seat wherever you are. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.